This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're now on Red Circle as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, also on Spotify on the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like and subscribe. And check us out on FiveReasonsSports.com. Spell that one out. We don't have a paywall. And Playback. If you haven't joined us on Playback yet, we post it all the time on our Five Reasons Sports Twitter feed, but you can also find it at Playback.tv backslash 5RSN. That's Playback.tv backslash 5RSN. That's where the stream is there for you to watch, just like if you were watching it on television. But you can also see us. We call the games for you. So you can turn down the broadcasters and listen to us if you want or go back and forth. And you can also chat with us during the game. It's just a great hangout. Check it out. It's at playback. We're going to be doing the Heat Knicks game on Sunday. Be there at 1 o'clock. Also, check out the great sponsors of the 5 Reasons Sports Network. That includes our friends over at Prize Picks. Use the code 5 FIVE. Get that initial deposit matched up to $100. This is our official fantasy sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network, just rated the number one fastest-growing sports product in the country. Find out why. And, again, you can play more than just the NBA. You can play the MMA, NFL during the season, of course, or even the Futures, NHL, golf, tennis, MLB. It's all there. So go to prizepicks.com, the Google Play Store, the Apple App Store. Download it. Use the code 5, F-I-V-E, to start, deposit, and then get a match on your money. And now, today's episode. Down to this uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick on Five Reasons Sports. We've got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. We're going to give you a little bit more as we head towards the second round, the Heat and the Knicks, Sunday, 1 o'clock. I'll be there. We'll have coverage from the arena. We'll have pregame show. We'll have spaces during the game. We'll have playback during the game. We'll have a postgame show. Total coverage from Madison Square Garden. The Knicks are slight favorites in this series. Now, Alex and I did not prepare this beforehand. We're going to do five quick keys to this particular series, okay? So we're going to go one, then the other, then one, then the other, then one, then the other. Well, there won't be one, then the other. At the end, we'll do the one, uh, the final one together. So I'm going to start here. Uh, and to me, this is this is sort of number one from a non-X's and O's perspective. 
They need to disrupt Jalen Brunson, not so much because of the player he is, although he's become really, really good over the past couple of seasons. And Dallas made an enormous mistake not to re-sign him, not to offer him the $55 million extension when they had the chance. And the Knicks, to their credit, made their first decent free agent signing in more than a decade because you'd have to go back to Amari Stoudemire. And even in that one, they didn't get the protection for his injuries. I don't even know if you call that one a great signing. They typically don't make great signings, or they didn't in previous regimes. But Leon Rose went out and got uh, Brunson, and he's been tremendous. But to me, the key to dealing with Brunson is this. That building loves him, loves him. And although I don't buy into some of this MSG stuff, I've gone to more than 100 events at MSG in my life. I grew up in New York, okay, and I was there for a lot of Let's Go Heat chants over the past few years. The energy, obviously, is better now. But a lot of it is him. And if the Heat let him get going in that building and start to get that kind of energy. That's kind of what swallowed up Cleveland, in my opinion, more than so than just the X's and O's, uh, the losses that they suffered at the garden. They have to control Jalen Brunson, Alex. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, I think there's a lot of ways that I think the Heat can go about guarding Jalen and a lot of ways that they can go about matching up the series, a lot of things they can do schematically. So it's really interesting just to think about, I think, what they're going to do as their base. I'm not really sure yet. We kind of touched on it on the last podcast, but um, Brady also had a great thread today kind of with what he thinks Spo is going to end up going with. And he has Jimmy guarding Jalen Brunson, which is kind of surprising because, I mean, although I'm absolutely good with that, Jimmy is, um, you know, awesome. He's a great defender. I also think, uh, you know, it, it makes a lot of sense. I also think we have a guy like Gabe who we've seen fight before might not be as good of an option on Jalen with the way that the Heat love to help off of shooters, the way that the Knicks don't necessarily take or make that many threes, the fact that they do play Josh Hart, that they play Randall, that they play RJ Barrett, a lot of guys who don't necessarily shoot it very well and very consistently from three. I think that they might have Jimmy um, as the helper. Like, I, I think you could even have Jimmy on Randall. I think he could handle that matchup too. But I think because of what the way that their starting lineup is built, I think you're going to start off with Gabe covering him and then um, Jimmy there. And I think, like, kind of helping off, others helping off. I don't know. I, I, I And I also am, am kind of looking to see what the scheme is going to be, right? Like, if you have Gabe on him, are you going to stay in the drop that you were using against the Bucks for the most part? Or are they going to go back to switching? Um, which Brady mentioned on the last pod as well. Like, they really do have a lot of options here. I think it might be very selective, and that's kind of what we see in playoff matchups. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they switched Brunson actions, if Bam is involved, if Jimmy is involved, if Gabe is involved. It's just guys that they trust, right? Like, if Caleb is thrown into a starting lineup, they could do that too. Um, I, we've seen them be more aggressive. So I'm just really interested to see all the different ways that the Heat mix up. Um, the way that they defend Jalen. I just think he's going to be the, the priority. And we've seen them use all these different coverages throughout these seasons. Obviously, we saw a lot of different ones this season. And I really just think it depends on who they go with as as their starter and, and kind of maybe you have a selective game plan that you go from there. And I think the other part of it is this. So you have the game plan at the beginning of the game, but there may be a different game plan at the end of the game. And I think you're touching on that a little bit. Brunson was one of the best clutch players in the league this year, and it starts with him offensively at the end of games. Randall had an incredible game against Miami. Remember, Brunson missed a game against Miami 
this year, they're going to have to control him down the stretch of games. I think a lot of these games are going to be close. I think these teams are reasonably evenly matched. Um, we'll get to prediction here at the end uh, of this podcast. But I, you know, obviously I think Tyler Hero, I've said this repeatedly, I think he would make a huge difference in this series simply because uh, I think he's, I think he'd love that atmosphere. And I feel like they would do things to allow him to get going offensively, not quite the same as Milwaukee did, uh, but in a lot of different ways. But I think even without Hero, this series is going to be tight. And so these games are going to be close late. We know what Jimmy is late. Brunson is the guy who's going to have the ball in his hands. All right, number two key. We talk about Brunson not letting the crowd get into it, not letting him kind of be the engine that drives this thing. What's the second key for you? Well, I guess the second key for me um, is just the way that the Heat go about their rotation. And uh, I'm trying to be broad here because I know I mentioned that I kind of touched on it there in, in, in the first answer as far as the different things they do um, depending on who they start. And that's you know, I'm looking, I'm very interested to see what, what happens because they've had something really good going with uh, Caleb and Kyle coming off the bench. They obviously went and started um, Love and uh, during the Buck series. And it's just really interesting because the Heat had a, actually a plus 30 net rating with Jimmy off in the Buck series, which is absolutely dominant. Of course, it's a fraction of the minutes with Jimmy actually on, right? Um, but in those minutes where Jimmy was not on, like those units were fantastic. So I'm interested to see if Kyle and Caleb, specifically those two, continue to come off the bench because I think there is a chance Caleb gets inserted into the starting lineup here. I mean, I, I, I could kind of see it going either way. But from there, um, you can do a lot of different things. And just kind of looking at what the Knicks do, they had a really good offensive rating, and it wasn't necessarily from um, high-level shot making from anywhere on the court. Like the only thing that they were pretty good at from a shot-making perspective, was uh, mid-range shooting. Everything else was kind of, eh, you know, like nothing very much stood out. The way that they um, had the the big-time offensive rating was through offensive rebounds, through not turning the ball over, and uh, through getting to the free-throw line uh, at a pretty high level. So I'm just interested to see what the Heat's answer to all of that is going to be because we know Brunson is going to be the priority. How much do they or do they not respect the Knicks shooters, and how do they treat Randall? I think that's where I'm really interested to see the starters, right? Because like I mentioned on last spot, I would do something crazy and just have love on him. They could go a lot of different ways here. If you start Caleb on Randall, I think that's a little bit weird. I think Caleb would probably start to be to have guard Brunson, right? Perhaps. And then you have Gabe on RJ, like Brady mentioned. You know, I don't think, you know, you could go to Jimmy guarding Randall there. You could go to Bam guarding Randall. There's a lot that they can do. So, yeah, I mean, I want to see how Spo manages the rotation. I think he found something pretty good for the Buck series. But as you know, as we know, um, matchups change. The Knicks allow a whole lot of threes. So maybe you do keep a love in there to um, to make sure the spacing is good for when they inevitably help and double Jimmy more often. So I don't know. I I'm very interested to see where Spo goes. Well, and you hit on something that I want to get into for my key number three, because uh, we talk about spacing. The third key to the series is the heat shooting, and maybe it should actually be the first key. Um, but whatever the lineups are, whatever the matchups are, Miami has to be somewhere in between where they were in the regular season and where they were in the Milwaukee series. I'm not expecting 15 of 25 from three like we saw in game one. But they also can't be a team that shoots 32% or below from three, which they did for large portions of the season. And you mentioned love in there, and that's where I think that this becomes a factor. He's found uh, much better than I thought he would actually. So I'm going to meet a cup on this a little bit. He has been 
a guy who as a buyout pickup has helped. And typically that doesn't happen. And we were talking two, three weeks into his acquisition that it was not working. The pairings with Bam were not working, but his experience has mattered. And he's made a lot of little plays in addition to making shots. And they found ways to hide him defensively just enough. And the other thing, and I was, I forgot who I was talking to about this. He has a real connection with Jimmy. Um, it's obvious. I've seen it in the locker room, but you can also see the way that Jimmy reacts to him as a way the way he holds the way he reacts to other players. There's a trust level there because there's an accomplishment level there with Kevin Love because Kevin Love is likely a Hall of Famer, just like Kyle Lowry is likely a Hall of Famer. It's crazy how many Hall of Famers have come through Miami, even if they weren't in their prime, like guys like Peyton Allen, et cetera, in addition to the, the core guys. And and I, I just feel like Love's spacing is going to matter in this series. They need to get either Struess or Robinson going in every game. It's got to be one or the other. It very rarely is both, but it can't be where they're both bad in the same game because Duncan's gravity will help them. He is going to play in this series. No question about that. I don't know necessarily if they can exploit Duncan uh, defensively the way that Milwaukee could. So he's going to get minutes. He's played well in the garden before. I was looking up some of his numbers up there. I, I So I do think between Duncan and Struess, they can get one of them shooting the ball well in a given game, and they need one of, of Vincent and Lowry to shoot the ball well in a given game. Last game, it was both. Those five guys, they got to have three of them clicking from three. Caleb's going to get some opportunities, kind of end the shot clock stuff. Uh, we know he likes the corners at times. Okay, although he's made some from the wings. Jimmy will take some. We know that. Bam won't take any. Those five guys, though, they got to get three of those guys on a given night uh, shooting reasonably well here. Um, and that's, that, that's to, to me, that's a huge key in this series, Alex. No, I'm completely with you. Like, I just think uh, Duncan and Max getting going is huge. I think the team shooting continuing is huge. And that's kind of what leaves me a little bit nervous, right? Because I, I do feel good about the series overall. As somebody who, of course, would want the Heat to win, as somebody who has to do content for it for the for the team over and over and over <laughs> you know i want this run to keep going it's been a lot of fun and i i think like they have a lot going for them unfortunately if the team shooting falls off right especially without tyler i think t- things could get really tough and that's where the series can kind of get extended um, i'm not going to give away my pick here but you know the team is shooting at a really 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 high level uh so far through the playoffs i don't know that that leaves me a little bit nervous because we saw what happened throughout the season and we saw how easy and how fragile they are when it comes to three-point shooting and consistency. So some of it, like I've mentioned before, feels too good to be true. So yeah, I'm with you that the, you know, the shooting is a big part of this. All right. We'll get to two more keys here in a second, but the key to protecting your house, you got to check out water cleanup. Our friends over water cleanup of Florida, they're based in Boca, but they service the entire area. Michael Robert, his entire team, Very, very, very competent people, very honest people, huge Heat fans. But they've also got this thing that's a membership program now, open enrollment into it. You've got to have preventative maintenance. You see what happened recently here with the flooding in Fort Lauderdale and the surrounding areas? You don't want that happening to your home next time, right? So get involved in the preventative maintenance program, and they will help you get your house protected for anything that's going to happen before you have those leaks. But, of course, if the leaks come, if you've got mold or any of that stuff, you can still reach out to Water Cleanup of Florida. They'll handle all of that for you. So reach out to Michael, Robert, and the team. It's WCUFL.com. That's WCUFL.com. And you can reach out also on Michael's personal cell at 
I'll leave this one to Alex this time. If you've got the schmutz. They've got the guts. Oh, my God. That was weak. You know, Greg, I'm going to have Greg grading you on that. That's right. It was better was than not, Brady's. I was not even ready for that. It, 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 you have to be ready for that. I do it every single time with the spot. Also, check out Better Edge. Use the code 5RSN. That's our betting partner. Of course, this is legal sports betting. You use the code 5RSN at betteredge.com. You're going to get $20 to play, and you can play also in our nightly tournaments. You're betting against others that are there using it. Not against the book. That's why it's legal in Florida and 43 other states. Go to betteredge.com. Use the code 5RSN. Hey, it's Ethan Skolnick for 5 on the Floor on the 5 Reasons Sports Network. As you know, we heard from Pat Riley recently. Everybody has an opinion on trades, free agency, who they should keep, who they should give up, who they should get. Well, whatever it is that Riley and the Heat do, you don't want them giving up too much and getting too little, right? Well, the same is true of shaving products. And that's why I use Harry's Shaving products. I love the way it handles. I love the way it looks. And I love the quality of the shave. I have a little bit of trouble growing out a good beard. So better to just shave it off and make sure that it looks somewhat professional. These are German engineered blades made in their own factory. So they stay sharp longer. Means you can use them longer. And also they've got customizable delivery options for scheduled refills as low as two bucks, half of what you pay for other big brands. Also, I would recommend the shaving lotion as well and the body wash so check it out you can go to harrys.com backslash five that's harrys.com backslash five you'll get a 13 dollars trial set for just three bucks again don't pay too much and get too little same is true of shaving as nba transactions harrys.com backslash five for your three dollar trial set this is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We've got shooting. We've got lineup situation. We've got keeping Brunson and the crowd under control. Number four, Alex. So for me, this is a little bit of a of a broader one, but just because we mentioned Brunson already, but keeping the team under control um, defensively, right? Because I do, like, like I mentioned before, the Knicks offense is not one where they're a high-level shot-making team, but what they do is just a whole lot of ISO stuff. We've seen that in the matchups this season. And yeah, like Jimmy's killed him this season, but um, Josh Hart was acquired at the trade deadline. There was a Knicks fan who I think pointed out today that in the times that he, uh, Josh Hart has guarded Jimmy Butler this season, whether for the Blazers or for the Knicks, he held him to like six of 22 shooting, I believe was a stat. I don't have it in front of me. And he had the the film there to back it up. And, you know, he did a good job. So I'm not saying that Josh Hart is Jimmy Stop or anything like that. But uh, if he does a better job than Drew Holiday, and on top of the the, the Knicks also just sending more help, more outright doubles perhaps uh, on certain parts of the court, 
it could be a tougher series for Jimmy, and that lends back to the shooting stuff that we also talked about. But on the defensive end, I just think they have to be kind of they have to come out with the same focus that they came out against the Bucks, where the the Bucks game plan was more about stopping Giannis as the head of the snake. This one is Brunson, but like I said, they they're not a team that's going to kill you by moving the ball around. So I think you you kind of take them out of their game by overhelping, and like I said, that flows right into what the Heat like to do. They have the lowest the Knicks do the lowest assist percentage in the league. They don't turn it over, you know, with the fifth lowest turnover percentage. But it's not a team that's going to beat you with just a whole lot of passes and crisp movement, right? Like, they have guys that can pass the ball. But kind of all of their best players are, are more about getting to their spots and working somebody one-on-one when you talk about Brunson, Randall, uh, even Barrett, right? And so I think you got to hold to your game plan, whatever it is. And I think there's going to be just a whole lot of overhelping involved, whether they're switching, whether they're dropping. It's going to be a very aggressive defense. And if that isn't on point from start to finish, it could get it could be tough. Like I, I just you just don't want to see them come out with any sort of complacency that you saw throughout the season that you kind of saw in game two and that you saw in the Hawks uh, playing game. And I think a lot of that is going to be shown on the defensive end there, because I, I think if you contain them with just a, a lot of aggressive defense and make them pass the ball around the Heat are very good at rotating. They're very used to rotating, very used to playing this type of defense. The the problem is the the Knicks are just an awesome, awesome offensive rebounding team. We knew the that the Bucks were too, but like if Bam is constantly having to come out to the perimeter and stays on the perimeter, it could get ugly. And so I think if, if the Heat are not very sharp and if there's breakdowns, it could, you could have a couple bad offensive rebounding. I mean, big time offensive rebounding games for the Knicks. And so I do feel like. You know, right. We're right back into what the Heat have talked about all season. It's defense first, and I think that's kind of what they have to stick to because the, and, some of the offense is it's not that sustainable. You you make a great point about the the defensive rebounding because I I think that that's the key to the defense in this series. That they have to keep Mitchell Robinson off the boards. Um, that he he destroyed Cleveland, and Cleveland has a a, a much bigger uh, front line, more versatile front line than Miami does beyond Bam, and so. This is a lot of this is going to come down on Bam if Mitchell Robinson is getting offensive rebounds, but it's not just about Bam. They got to close these possessions. They got to box out the guards. You know, that's one of the things they miss Hero with is because he's very good on the defensive uh, boards. The other guys are going to have to rebound. Lowry, Vincent, Caleb, they're going to have to rebound and help Bam because otherwise that becomes a problem. All right, our last one here, and we're going to do this. Uh, they're going to do this one quick. This is not so much a key. It's just a prediction, okay? We got a 24-second clock for both of us. You ready? Should I go first or you go first? Go ahead, go ahead. All right, here's the thing. I'm picking the Heat in this series, um, and that probably is a bad thing for Heat fans because I had the Bucks in five, uh, and obviously there were a lot of strange circumstances in that series, but I'm going to mea culpa on that one because obviously I was wrong. I, I just – I think Jimmy's going to be electric in that building. And, I, you know, I looked at his numbers today – he only averaged 11 points in the two games at MSG uh, this season. But o- in the previous four games with Miami, he did average 23 on 48% shooting. I don't think that building is going to be too much for him. And in fact, I think it's going to be the opposite. I think he's going to feed off of it. I think they're going to steal one of these two games in New York. I actually think it's going to be the first one. I think they're going to win Sunday um, and set the tone in the series. And I think they're going to end up winning this series in six games coming back to Miami uh, in about a week and a half. Alex. So I also have the Heat winning in six. And I know sometimes six can feel like the safe prediction, but I do think it's going to be a pretty good series. And I think inevitably some of the things that have gone well for the Heat are going to 
come back to the level, Eric, right? Like, like what Tony Fiorentino always said, they're going to rise back up to the level. And um, by that, I mean, I think they're going to have a bad shooting game in game one. Like, I don't think it's necessarily going to be a thing where Jimmy like doesn't perform well at the garden or anything like that. I, I think it's going to be one of those things where the role players uh, don't hit enough shots. Maybe they come out with, you know, a, a little bit of complacency, maybe not regular season lose to the Pistons complacency, but um, if they're not sharp, I, I could see a game one going wrong for them where maybe Jimmy has to do too much and he can't get out of it this time. But look, man, Jimmy has uh, shut me up and all of my predictions over the last few games, like what, what they're doing right now is already over my just kind of wildest delusions, beating the Bucks in five, the way that they, they, that they handled it. So, you know, my conventional logic and how I think the series could play out, you know, um, it's probably going to be wrong. It's almost definitely going to be wrong. I think it's going to be a pretty good series, but, you know, you have the best player by far. And then on top of that, like you, you just I feel like it plays into the Heat's um, game plan defensively and the kind of what they like to do there a lot if they do what they need to do. But since they're going to I think there's going to be a couple of games where the shooting falls off. They win one in New York in game two and then they lose one of the two in Miami. They come back to Miami and win it in six. That's kind of where I'm at. You and I both committed violations there, but I, I, I and everybody's going to get on us if we actually pick the wrong team again. But I, I, I'm with you. I think we have them winning a different game up there in New York, but I, I don't think there's any way they're not going to get one of those two. I think Jimmy's going to steal one of those two, and I think they're going to come back 1-1, and we'll see how it plays out. Probably going to have one more episode for you before the tip uh, Sunday at 1. We want to thank our sponsors, Prize Pictures, the code 5FIVE, Water Cleanup of Florida. That's WCUFL.com. And, of course, betteredge.com. Use the code 5RSN. Talk to you Sunday. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.